come to our attention that some of you are guilty of superstition. Dude, trust us. Winning after an XL pepperoni pie before every game is just a coincidence. Take a breath. And maybe a diabetes test. We're your home for the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Vegas Sportsbook Radio, our second hour, Series 204. The Sports Grid Radio Network. Glad to be with you from the KSHP studios in Las Vegas. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Wow. Wow. I mean, what a weekend. Saturday was nutty. Bama goes down. Penn State-Iowa game was wild. NFL Sunday... I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, give the Bills full marks. But how about the Chiefs? Look at where the Chiefs sit today. Did you notice also, Brian, how many teams off of losses won yesterday? These teams circle the wagons. By the way, I mean, all the little things that are tried and true. I mean, how in... I guess... I didn't pull the trigger, but it was something we talked about. Good, good day. I really like Pittsburgh yesterday. The Denver hadn't played anybody. You know, they right. lost to Baltimore. And then Pittsburgh seasons, you know, literally, I mean, th- these games are big for teams like that. Right. How about New England? I mean, they were life and death yeah. against Houston. Well, that stood to reason. Huge letdown off the Brady game. And it is a rookie quarterback going on the road. The week before, I mean, Houston looked like Rice would have gave him a hard time. Yeah, but, but you know, when you said Pittsburgh, who is James Conner running for now? I, I forget. He, Cardinals. He, he looks good. Man, does he look good to me. That, that looks like the James Conner that was first at Pittsburgh. Hey, we got some runs in the baseball game. Okay, what's the score? Atlanta 3-zip, bottom 5. I like it. I got the Bravos. Later, we got Tampa Bay, Boston, Giants, Dodgers tonight. That'd be a fun little yeah get out dealio. So that'll be that'll be good. Yep. The football game probably it's a, that's a six thirty seven first pitch our time. Okay. Nine thirty seven Eastern. So football game watch should the, already be underway, right? Well, you watch the football game, but you come back and you catch the last yeah. back and do a little back four, and four at least. Yeah. I don't know about runs in that game. Uh, yeah, yeah, the the Do- the Dodgers haven't been hitting really, and 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 Bellinger's one of them, and so Bellinger won't be in the lineup tonight against the left-hander. Um, now, when when the Giants change pitchers and go to a right-hander, they'll bring him in. Uh, Pujols is going to start at first base uh, for the Dodgers tonight, and then again when Bellinger comes into the game, uh, Taylor probably. Would it be Taylor moving to first? Some someone will move to first, and Pujols will come out. By the way, we touched on it briefly in the in the first hour of the game last night. Boston gets the win, but you know you've got Tampa Bay basically scoring the go ahead runs. The ball off the wall hits the guy, goes over the wall. I mean, you know, if it bounces over the wall, so be it. 
mm-hmm. but it bounces back into the field of play off the guy. And I mean, the guy, the guy could have crawled home. Correct. Yeah, he was going to score. I mean, common sense. Should there not be umpire discretion in a situation like that where that yep. is so black? Because, I mean, will, could it not conceivably open a kettle of fish where, like, something like that? I mean, this guy went off the guy. Mm-hmm. But, like, couldn't it create a, a, a situation down the road where the, the ball bounces, goes up in the air, and, and the guy just bats it over the wall? So that's against the rules. There is a rule for that. You cannot intentionally do that. Uh huh. Mm hmm. So if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. You think someone won't try it? They can try it. The, 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 it should then be called correctly. There's a rule for that. I've, I've seen. I've I seen. Mean, full. Yeah. Full disclosure here. Yeah. You're wearing a Red Sox jersey. What? Okay, but the but the rule the rule is the rule. Go look it up. That's Casey Stengel would say. You can look what, it up. What was the Yogi Berra one? It gets late early out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Yogi had some classics. Tom, Tom Seaver asked him what time it was one time. You know, the, the, I, I think it was pregame, and Seaver was, you know, he was starting that night, so he wanted, you know, he wanted to know what time it was, that, so, you know, he's ready on time, right? And Yogi's response was, "You mean now?" <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the, so the rule, and, I, and I, again, I've seen this happen before. Just not in a playoff game. So now, so now it's in full Forgus, and, and and you're right. You know, Tampa would have and should have scored a run there, um, but when it bounces off of a player in that fashion out of play, then it's two bases for the runner and uh, two bases for the batter, and the runners, um, you know, coincide with that move. So the, the the guy had to go back to third base. It's unfortunate for Tampa. Now we don't. We don't. We also don't know what would have happened the rest of that inning, right? Apparently, it could have been the Tampa just scores the one run and Boston hits a two-run homer and Boston wins. Just saying, taking all the fun out of the argument. I'm just, I'm just saying we don't. By the way, there were some pitches called in that game that changed the course of that game. Also, Not- the, how about the injuries starting to rack up? I mean, that's your yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your line of work, my brother. Oh, I, mean, I, I, I went through a lot of ink this morning. Talk about that. Russell Wilson's out, what that means. Some of the other big injuries for the Giants specifically. Back yeah. to Vegas in a moment. We are your official source for gaming, odds, and more. Except no substitutes. They won't be around long. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Back with the Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Sirius 204, the Sports Good Radio Network. We're in the KSHP studios in Las Vegas with Stevie Slapshot, Brian Blessing here, reminding you on a Monday, we got the Monday Night Maniacs tonight. Giving away great swag. It's a great atmosphere, great food, great drink over at Oasis 4955 South Decatur. 
And if you're going to stay home on this windy Monday, why not save some bucks, feed the family, wear some football garb, any kind of football garb. Over to John Smith Subs, 9701 West Flamingo, 20% off your order on Mondays and Thursdays. I can walk in there with any kind of football garb on. The Red Sox jersey does not cut it. All right. I got something else that's mine. (laughs) <laughs> I don't, I don't want to know. Too much information. I don't want to know. Chuck Esposito, son, uh, our good friend, low the many years over at Sunset Station, based now at Red Rock Station Casinos all around the Las Vegas Valley, the STN Sports mobile app up to a $500 sign-up bonus. It's like having the book at your fingertips. And Honestly, Chuck, I mean, you were at the uh, – Bears Raiders game yesterday. We were looking around the stands. Everybody had the apps out, clicking away. They did. It's uh, it's amazing. First, it's uh, good to be on with you guys. But yeah, I sat with a group of uh, guys, and uh, they had their their apps out uh, continuously throughout the course of the game. Um, it was really the crowd too was pretty much almost a a fifty fifty split in you uh, with Bear fans and um, and Raider fans. It was really a, a fun game to be at, fun time. Um, but yes, yeah, a lot of people using the app, guys. What do you make of that, Chuck, by the way? Because there was a very, very, very big contingent of Chicago fans there, as you alluded to. And I've said all along, I think it would be very interesting, you know, they're not going to be sharing their proprietary analytics with us. You know, how many of the people that are season ticket holders are from California, Raiders fans, Raiders Nation? But then how hard would it be for visiting fans or secondary markets or whatever for visiting fans to come in here and get ducats? come in for a four-day hop. we talked about this for years with the Golden Knights. Pretty hard to get a Golden Knights t- tickets now for the visitors. First year, there was a, we've seen that diminish, right? We'd see three, 4,000 fans from Edmonton or Winnipeg. Philly was in the one night. They were a zoo. The Blackhawks fans showed up. Uh, interesting to see down the road because the Raiders, their game at the Chargers was like a home game for the Raiders. Yesterday, there were a lot of Bears fans making noise. There was, and I was going to say the same thing, B, that, you know, especially in the night's inaugural season, you saw so many opposing sweaters around uh, T-Mobile, but you still see that. I mean, I've gone many games and, and sat around people that are wearing sweaters, as you mentioned, from Edmonton or, or Philly or Boston or Chicago. I think it's just the, the nature of today's, you know, sports, and um, I was surprised. I thought it would still be a little bit larger contingent of Raider fans, but it was really pretty close to split. I mean, every time the the Bears did something. I heard, you know, the fight on Chicago Bears fight song. And, um, you know, a lot of uh, Bear fans were there uh, yesterday in attendance. But uh, a lot of black and silver as well. And, you know, the Raiders have gotten off to a number of slow starts in games um, this year. And, you know, yesterday was no different. And just, uh, you know, they were about 130 or 40 yards, I think, below what their average is. And it was more product of the, of the Bears' defense uh, than the Raiders' offense yesterday. Yeah, no, the Raiders' back-to-back losses thought they really abandoned the running game and threw entirely too much. Uh, what'd you make of Fields' performance? You know, I thought it was okay. Uh, you know, he showed his toughness. He did throw his first um, career touchdown pass. He definitely struggled a little bit more on the road. Struggled at Cleveland a couple of weeks ago, and then struggled uh, again yesterday. I thought a little bit, um, but the Bears were able to run the ball. They had a huge, you know. Uh, advantage in time of possession, especially um, to the first three quarters of that game. Uh, I think the, you know a couple of calls went against them late to help the Raiders, but, but really I thought he was okay. He opened the ball up and played a lot better, I thought, in his first start at home against the Lions. 
Uh, they've got a tough task coming up this week where they host uh, the Green Bay Packers. So Packers are 4-1, and one, Bears 3-2. and two. But, hey, you know, you are what your record is. We've talked about it. And um, they haven't played great, but that defense appears to be playing, you know, like they were several years ago when they were able to win 12 games. So this game against the Packers will be kind of a, a big NFC North battle. But I thought Fields was fine, um, all things considering, but really was impressed with their defense more so than anything else, guys. Hey, Chuck, um, you know, listen, you guys are always have your head on a swivel and the players are coming at you and everything's fluid. After the game last night on the STN mobile app, the Bills and the Bucks are co-favorites to win the Super Bowl at 5-1, to one, and the Chiefs dropped to 7-1. to one. You know, we had this conversation, B, you and I, and last week, and, you know, I know it was Buffalo, and you were just, you know, I know you are being humble about it and hoping that they won and understanding that it might have been a difficult spot, but I really felt going in that there was just a, a clear difference in how good the Bills were and, and, and how good the Chiefs were. And the Bills are clearly right now, even at 4-1, and one, you know, with a loss week one, the best team in the AFC, if not the, the best team in football. And I, I believe if I saw that stat correctly, the Chiefs are the first team in NFL history uh, to give up 29 points or more in their first five games of the season. And I think that really spells disaster for a team. Um, if you can't stop anybody, you put even a quarterback as great as Patrick Mahomes, um, you know, behind the eight ball, it seems like every single week. And they really are having some struggles. Granted, they played a tough schedule early in the season, but offense looks a little bit out of sync. But defensively, they definitely have some holes. And, you know, they're now three games behind um, uh, the, uh, uh, the Bills, and they're, they're behind the Chargers in their own division right now. Even the Raiders, who've dropped two in a row, are still three and two. And you look at a Chief team right now that, that's really struggling. They're in last place as we speak in the AFC West. Who would have thought that after five weeks? By the way, you know, you, you follow something so closely, you think you know most of it. And I heard this last night, and I'm like, huh? And the crazy thing is going back to when we were doing football parties at Sunset Station, uh, the last several years, I can't tell you how many times I would play the Bills in the first half because they're fast starters, and then sometimes they'd either take their foot off the pedal or teams would make adjustments and come back at them. And they were always fast starters. And they said this on the broadcast last night. Um, I'm sure you guys pay attention to stuff like this. That was the 14th consecutive game that the Bills have held the lead at halftime, and that is an NFL record. Yeah, it was, you know, we look at that, we've seen that uh, what the, the Rams have done when leading at halftime and how that translates to a to a win for them in most cases. So we're absolutely looking at that, B, and it is. I mean, you, you talk about Buffalo and they're, they're kind of fast starts and early and that defense is playing much better. They, you know... I find it hard to believe they actually lost that game to Pittsburgh when I look back right now because I love Josh Allen. I mean, the runs that he had yesterday, the pinpoint throws deep to, to Knox and Sanders, they're a really, really good team. I know it's early in the season right now, but they are clearly separating themselves. I think for me, I look at Buffalo, and then I see it's, it's close behind them at Tampa and the Rams and, and, and maybe Green Bay. But I think the next three best teams are all in the NFC right now after Buffalo in the AFC. The one thing I would say, and I, I did say this in the opening week, is I watched a game and I was like, I was like really crestfallen going, I was just disappointed. Pittsburgh didn't beat them. They beat themselves. They turned it over on downs three times, fourth and one, 
and had a blocked. They were up ten nothing, and Roethlisberger couldn't get a first down. And then they had a blocked punt against him for a touchdown. And you know what though, Chuck? I said it then, and now they still. Uh, last night they played a quality Kansas City team. Weak sisters they played prior to them. That loss to Pittsburgh was the best thing that ever happened to them. You know, you got to bring your lunch pail. I think I think it's going to serve them well down the road. I, I think you're right, B. Sometimes the team gets a wake-up call, and, you know, not saying that they were reading the press clippings coming out of, uh, you know, preseason and before the season started, but they easily could have been, and it definitely is a little bit of a wake-up call. But, but since then, they've played really well. I know the schedule wasn't that tough before nope. the Kansas City game, but that's a huge win. I'm in Arrowhead. Chuck Esposito's joining us here on the Monday. Going to stick around with us for another segment. Brian Blessing with Stevie Slapshot. We're glad you're with us. Windy in Las Vegas. Stevie, walk downwind. Go That's fly all. a kite, Brian. <laughs> Coming right back to Vegas with Chuck Esposito. Don't go anywhere. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. SportsGrid Radio Network. Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Glad to be with you on a Monday. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Chuck Esposito's with us. Our friends at Station Casinos, the STN mobile app. We got a lot of football talk still to do, but Chuck, wanted to get your take on it. We get the NHL season underway tomorrow night. I can't wait for hockey to be back. Actually, very intrigued to see what Seattle brings to the table, the new expansion team. And just following what will be a regular season again, Chuck, think about it. We had a shortened season and the bubble. Then we had a 56-game season with goofy divisions. Now we're back to normal 82 games where the menu of games on a daily basis will be eye-popping. And we got to deal with all the travel and the three games in four nights and just going to be a regular old exciting NHL season. Oh, it's great, B. I mean, to, to drop the puck on, on Tuesday night and the doubleheader with Pittsburgh and Tampa and, and Seattle and Vegas. I'm uh, going to be uh, at that game with, with my son and uh, looking forward to it. And it's just fun to have hockey back. I mean, we've seen, you know, our handle over the last uh, few years on the Vegas night games and our decisions just grow immensely. Um, we've seen it with the Raiders, you know, when they got up to that hot start, the decision. And it's going to be fun to have it back. I mean, we talk about how great it is to have the SDN mobile app with, with hockey starting and baseball postseason going on and not that far away from college and pro basketball. You've got the, the big golf tournament out here coming up. Breeders' Cup isn't that far away. And, and that's just, you know, not even mentioning just regular football and college football going on right now. So just a lot of cool stuff, guys. It's a great time to have the app. Great time to be on our side of the counter. And I know the guests love it on the other side of the counter. And just remember, if you haven't signed up, you can get signed up. You know, to the end of this month, we still have that that $500 bonus going on, up to a $500 bonus uh, for new sign-ups. So uh, get signed up today. And, Chuck, I would assume on game day, uh, you guys will probably be throwing up 
some cool props like yes, no, will Pacioretty score a goal or, you know, whatever. I mean, whatever you decide to throw up there, usually those pop up on game day. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, we've done that in the past and it's kind of been the game within the game, uh, kind of a little sample size of what you see during football and in Super Bowl weekend. Uh, just a bevy of props we've put up on the Raider games and we'll absolutely uh, do the same stuff on the Knights game where it just gives guests an opportunity to bet, you know, throughout the course of, you know, leading up to the game. And then, of course, there'll be, there'll be an in-play or in-game wagering going on as well. So a lot of different uh, wagering options for hockey and, of course, the Knights. Uh, just out of curiosity, Chuck, do the players, is there a little grace period or like tomorrow there's just four teams that are playing? Regular season points that are on the app. Do those markets come down as soon as they drop the puck for the season? Is there a couple of game grace period or is literally once they drop the puck for the season, that's all she wrote? Yeah, once you, the, the team actually drops the puck, because everything really is based on that 82-game schedule and um, we already know that, you know, Ovechkin might not play early in the season. We know the status of, of Austin Matthews, um, that he'll probably miss early, and then Sidney Crosby. So it's all kind of based on that stuff, and it's all factored in. So they've been up for a, for a while, giving, you know, all the guests, uh, you know, ample opportunity to, to play those. There'll be other stuff and, and props that we're putting up on a, on a nightly basis, but the, those point totals will come down, guys. Hey, Pittsburgh also with Jake Gensel now uh, on the COVID list. So they're, they're top two guys. Um, in many respects. And, and Mo, by the way, I mean, the Golden Knights, Matthias Janmark right. is in the COVID protocol. Right. It's yep. going to be so something we're right. all year long, Chuck, right? I don't know. Thankfully, I don't believe we'll see the, you know, entire team outbreaks like we had seen. But I think this is clearly something we're going to deal with in all sports, uh, probably more so on an individual basis. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I, w- I would say that's pretty accurate, B. Um, you know, uh, again, I don't think you'll see the games maybe um, postponed and moved like they were in the past, but uh, um, but it's something that we're going to have to make adjustments to. I, I know that um, the other side of the counter does as well, and uh, I've said it, guys, for you know how long now. We're in such an information era that this stuff is, is out there, and it's just up to us and the guys on the other side of the counter to kind of manage it and read into it and adjust accordingly. I mean, and you just think, on a week-to-week basis, the injury stuff. You know, Stevie, you called it last week. I mean, yeah, they took him out of the game. Um, you thought Wilson would miss a couple of games at least, and that was before it came out. Boom, surgery, eight weeks. I mean, now you gotta you got to sit there and factor in and get an eyeball test on Geno Smith and what the Seahawks are going to be like, Chuck. And they got cross-country trip, going to Pittsburgh. All of a sudden, everybody's all off the Steelers. Now the Steelers are laying five. Yeah, not only is it a cross-country trip, but it's uh, they're playing on prime time. Uh, the Sunday night football game is Seattle at Pittsburgh. So I think you, you look at Seattle right now and you look at how good that division is and with uh, Arizona at 5-0 and and the Rams is only one loss. I know the 49ers have some injuries as well, but what I thought was the toughest division in all of football, there really seems to be some separation with both the Rams and Cards at the top and some of the injuries and struggles. Uh, both Seattle and San Francisco have had early in the season. When you get a significant injury like that with a, a really important player, a guy like Wilson, the drop-off from the quarterback to the backup, all right, you, you put a number on that, and it's relatively easy. Is the, the quandary, Chuck, a little bit, you know, how big an impact is it on the total? I think everything is impacted when you, when you lose a, a marquee-type guy. 
Um, there's no question that you're going to put Russ up there right at the top. Um, I think the first half of the season last year, guys, I don't think you would disagree that he was definitely either the MVP or seriously in the discussion. Um, so it does affect just about everything we look at, um, you know, with this team. I know Geno Smith played well um, last week in, in kind of the relief effort when they were down against the Rams. But, hey, I mean, it's Russell Wilson we're talking about here, guys, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, so you're going to see a considerable drop-off and a huge effect on, on all numbers, totals, money lines, everything uh, associated with the Seahawks moving forward until he comes back. It appears, Chuck, I was dead wrong about the Arizona Cardinals. I, I just I, I wasn't a fan of, of Kingsbury and the, uh, and the aerial circus, but that defense in Arizona is way better than I thought it would be. I agree with you, Stevie. I kind of said that yesterday that, you know, the thing that impressed me the most, even though San Francisco had a number of trips into, you know, Arizona territory, and, and it's obvious, again, not you know, I know we're talking about the Cardinals now, but these young quarterbacks, we've seen the struggles, and it's obvious that, you know, they didn't want to put Lance in just yet, wanted him to get some more seasoning, and he isn't quite ready. Um, but it, they don't have to win the Arizona Cardinals, up, you know, a 40-38 to, to 38 game. They don't have to have over 400 or 450 yards in offense. The most impressive thing to me is that they were able to win a 17-10 game, and that's a product to their defense. Uh, you still got a lot of young weapons on offense. They did lose their tight end, Max Williams, yesterday, but I'm sure they'll, they'll figure it out there. But um, they're a really good team, and I think through five weeks now, you have to say that you know, they're the biggest surprise for me in, in the NFC. And I'm going to say that the Chargers – at, at four and one in the, in the AFC, just the way that they've played on both sides of the ball, and even the Cowboys maybe a little bit um, at four and one are probably the three biggest surprises. You know, early season uh, for me so far, and maybe on a negative side, the fact that the Chiefs are two and three. Yeah, no, the Cowboys looked the part. There's no doubt about it. And the game tonight, Chuck, India Baltimore, we've seen, you know, the seven most of the week. The consensus now. Seven and a half, Baltimore's favored. Totals forty six and a half. Are the sevens gone, Bud? Leading up to They're kickoff, gone. they're gone, buddy. I think it's you know a little bit of product of the weekend too. This is the first weekend that you had more favorites than than dogs win. It was by far uh, the best weekend uh, for the guests on the other side of the counter. I think for for our side, there was only a a couple of games that we were able to x off with a W. Um, the game last night. I mean, you know. Any combination of keeping it under would have helped. It didn't occur. And having the Bills win outright, you saw a lot of money line and point line money on the Bills. Everything is kind of dumping into tonight's Ravens side. Uh, and that's why I think you've seen it kind of go up industry-wide. Don't think it goes back down. Uh, we're definitely Colts fans tonight. Big-time under fans. And uh, somehow the Colts could win the game outright. It would uh, it would help. But uh, they're a pretty big, big-size underdog to the Ravens tonight. We have to be playing a, a, a stretch of, I think, three or four straight games at home, kind of a quirk in the schedule that they get that many at home. But uh, Ravens, uh, you know, who lost early in the season, can kind of right that ship a little bit with a number of victories here. Jug, the Bucks. you know, you sit here, okay, Gronkowski's out. And again, you know, not like, okay, they lose to the Rams, quality team. Life and death beat the Cowboys. All right. They beat Atlanta comfortably. They beat Miami comfortably. And we, you know, the New England game with Brady, that's a kind of a one-off. But, boy, I'll tell you something. They're getting a running game. Fournette's been kind of a revelation. He's resurrected his career. 
But that offense, I mean, Antonio Brown could be a top five wide receiver if he's out on the edge. And you've got Evans and Godwin, and you've got Antonio Brown running around like a reindeer from the slot. If they give him time to throw, that is a video game offense. It is, B. You know, it's early in the season, and I know they've got some injuries on the defensive side. Uh, David's banged up now as well. They're, they're a really talented linebacker, arguably one of the best cover linebackers in the league. I think you'll, you'll you know, see them either if they have to make a trade or, or do something or hopefully they get healthy, but um, they're still awfully good. When you think about the GOAT and five TD passes yesterday, they're a fun team to watch, and you know if it, you know, you, you look at like the the Super Bowl line right now, which is AFC against NFC. Um, AFC's a small favorite, and that for me is kind of Bills against Bucks, Brady against Allen. Um, that could happen, guys, and I know you'd be smiling, B. Uh, but if that's the case, I'm not sure what you put that total up at, or if you could keep it under. I should say. <laughs> well. One last chance to exact revenge. Chuck Esposito, always a pleasure, bud. Have a great day. Thanks, Chuck. All right, boys. You too. Thank you. Coming right back to Vegas. Don't We told her you. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Back with the Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Update on baseball. Braves 3-0 over the Brewers. Top seven. Brewers a man on second. Two outs in that inning. And we got baseball all day long, Stevie. We had the Chicago and the Strohs game postponed. But we'll be uh, having stuff to watch throughout the course of the day. I will have the road teams, and uh, and and I hope that the Braves uh, keep that guy on leaving there on. I kind of agree with you. Pitchers. I think Tampa. I like Tampa tonight. McHugh and Rodriguez, and that's basically a pick minus fifteen cents if you like the Red Sox, even minus a nickel uh, if you like Tampa. San Fran and the Dodgers. Wooden Scherzer. That, you think? I mean, two twenty. On the Dodgers? No, no, no. It's too high. Huh? I, I, Seven and a half under. Yeah, they, they haven't been hitting. The, the Maybe the better wager there, though, is the under. Well, Scherzer pitched really, you know, good, good yeah. in, in the one one off, the dart. And he was mad when he got took out of the game, too. Yeah, he was. So, good luck trying to yank him out of that game tonight. Uh, yeah. He was smiling when it ended. Yeah, yeah. But I guess he was like a stormtrooper in the dugout. Uh, Dave Roberts, who, who by the way helped helped end the curse uh, for for the Red Sox, might not want to go to the mound tonight. Maybe not be, <laughs> may not be a good idea for him. Well, go vaudeville. Get like a forty foot big hook. <laughs> <laughs> big hook comes out of the dugout. Just go, you know, it's a good yeah. visual. Right? Yeah, I come, like on that. come on here. It's like you're marlin fishing. Get over here. <laughs> oh man. 
Or or have the pitching coach go do it, maybe. Well, that's that's likely what's going to happen. So, I just the injuries are starting to rack up now. Yeah. Aiming some grizzly stuff, too. Oh, I say, oh, oh. brother. Not, uh, what game was I watching yesterday? It was like, I hate stuff like that. Ever since the, the, the Joe, Giant The Giants game? Well, ever since the Joe Theismann oh. deal. Oh, so well, that might have been the Giants game with, with Barkley's ankle? No. Okay. It was... It was one of the early games, I yeah. believe. I don't. Know. It was a tight end. He caught a pass. Even... He, he got tackled right along, and like, you know, he stayed down. And then they showed the replay. I'm like, I wish I didn't see yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. The, the previous week with the Russell Wilson finger, I didn't want. I, 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 I saw the start. I'm pretty, no, and I'm I pretty away. squeamish. When no, it comes I don't to like stuff that like stuff. That. No, I look away. I look away. The, the, yeah, that 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 Theismann one. Did you did you have you heard the story about that? By the way. That, it's lunchtime. Do I want to? So Theismann's yelling at Taylor. I'm going to get you for this. I'm going to get you for. He's yelling at him while he's while he's on the ground the with bones the, sticking through right, his yeah, sock. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. And Taylor looks down at him and says, "Not right now. You're not." <laughs> oh, no. oh no, that was oh good gravy. That was hideous. Anyway, I mean, I like we saw the Golden Knights. He's got a concussion. He guess he's in concussion protocol. Will carry game last week just you know nothing burger play at center ice and they kind of collide and go down and bam i mean here comes the skate skate right in the face yeah you know if he's got he he was cut mm-hmm. if he got a concussion i mean the, the skate obviously could do damage mm-hmm. i bet you it was it was more the boot than the skate because the boot will coat yeah. bust you open too yeah yeah but, I mean, you know, if you got a concussion as a result of that, I bet you it was more the boot than the skate. Nobody, we haven't seen him yet, and hopefully he doesn't have a, you know, big hideous I be, I gash with stitches. I, I bet he does. Th- those, you know this, those skates are razor sharp, uh, man. I, I, I cringe. I mean, when you're watching, when they're slamming around the, the net in the bottom of a yeah, a pile, and these guys. I are am surprised. On the ice. We, we've had some near misses here lately. Boychuk for the uh, Islanders. There was another guy I'm not remembering, and, and then uh, and then Carrier. Where seriously, a guy could have lost an eye, Brian. Oh man, hey buddy, <clears throat> I you know people that listen to Vegas Hockey Hotline locally. I mean, I was at the Clint Malarchik game, right? I remember, and he was seconds away from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you told eight. me. I I didn't even. Th- I, I'm. I watched that game, and I didn't even oh. think about this. If he's at the other end of the rink, the other end of the rink, he he wouldn't have made it, right? Yeah, because it was was an old building, and the doors to the locker room were in the end zone, not the benches. Got it. And literally, the trainer got to him, and a doctor happened to be sitting. I mean, at the right corner of the rink, and as the doc as. As the trainer was helping him out the door, the doctor was down. A, a guy in the stands, not a team doctor. Gotcha. Happened to be there, and they they got him into the room instantly. Had he been at the other end of the ice, when he got there, no. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. So and then and then this uh, the Daniel Jones uh, concussion yesterday. And, oh, that was and 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 the way he wobbled uh, off the field. He, I mean, he was out on his feet. I right? don't know who the defender was. They cut away there were from two, it. There were two guys. A guy from the Cowboys, as they were going to commercial, he saw it, and the Cowboy guy, the defend, the 
Look, he was small. She was like okay. a safety cornerback kind. Of. Right. He so, ran. He ran towards him to help him. Oh, okay. The, cow, right. the Cowboys guy. Okay. Because he right. was. It was like fellas. Like anybody, you know, keeping tabs on this guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then I am. So I'm shocked this morning that I read that Jones got on the plane and flew home, because you don't want if no. if, if a guy has you know is, you know if even if they're question mark you don't put the guy on the plane with a concussion. Right, so so that indicates he has got a chance of, of playing this next week. But it, it's again we've you talked never about, know with the concussions. Yeah, we've talked about being on the sidelines too. It didn't look like now his neck got bent in, in, in not a very comfortable position. But but the, the fact that they hit heads, I mean you're you're watching on oh, TV the, and it well, doesn't look like that much. But he came back in the game. I I don't did they ever say it was a quarterback sneak? That's why. You think a quarterback sneak? It's it's a safe play, but the one risk you're running, yeah. I believe it was you know Carr, a quarterback sneak. I think it was Rohan Smith come flying in. It wasn't helmet to helmet, but he you know he gets a running start and he's just there held up in the pile and it was a shoulder pad right in the helmet. Carr came back in the game. Mm-hmm. I think he he might have been. They, semi out of yeah, it. Yeah. And there's that fine line of like hockey's a different animal because they'll get buzzed. For, well, I guess the league will do, the NFL does it too. There's a they looked at they him. watch they looked it. Car. You know, what's to say? We'll remember here locally, it was the first year Mantha from Detroit ran Mark Andre yeah. Fleury and Fleury stayed in the game <laughs> and finished a period out. Did he finish the game? I think he finished the game. He finished the game, and then he missed, what, almost two months? Five games? It was like two like that. months. Yeah. He was out with a concussion. Yeah. So there's that gray area of, like, you don't want the league stepping in and technically deciding a game, right, by Yank giving the hook on the guy. But, I mean, everybody's very cognizant of that in this day and age. So here's the problem. I, I, in that game, it's my belief that Fleury talked him, talked the doctors into, or the trainer, or and or the coaching staff into staying into the game. You can't let the athletes do that. Um, so, so that's why these. And and again, Carr, I, I know from uh, social media that Carr was examined on the sideline by doctors, and they deemed that it was okay for him to go back to the game. Now, I'll also say this. That concussion, if if Carr does have a concussion, it can show up this week, and he might miss this week still. That Raiders game awesome. playing yesterday was atrocious. You know, now, first of all, he's coming back in. And you're like, well, I don't know. But they had abandoned the run. It was it was still a close game. Yeah. I, Josh Jacobs is healthy, and they're just throwing and throwing and throwing. And the last play of the game, and again, you know, easy to say. I mean, bullets are flying pretty fast out there. I mean, I think Carr could have run for 20 yards when he, he threw it. When it was four down, I think he could have kept the drive alive. I'm not crazy with the play calling by, by Gruden for, for, for the Raiders since he's been here, not just this year, since he's been here. Short yardage is a disaster. Yeah, and then uh, and then Mayak, man, I, I loved him on uh, analyzing football games. He, he, he did... Uh, Notre Dame football for a while, and then when he was in studio, uh, analyzing draft picks, whatever he seemed to be w- right on. Um, 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 and then, and then now he becomes a GM, and he and he can't get the draft picks right. I don't, I don't understand. So, how good 
do you believe Dallas is? Laying four, four and a half at New England. Yeah. Prescott's answered all the questions. Health sure wise, has. right? Yep, you sure have. You got a two headed monster with Elliott and Pollard. Yes, you do. You know, good tight end and the wide receivers. Cooper's the one kind of runs hot and cold. If they could ever keep him 100% healthy, C.D. Lamb's a real deal. Yeah, he is. They're basically firing on all cylinders. I, I guess I got to back off the my uh, my McCarthy beatdown. Um, they're, they're playing well. And you're right, it starts with Prescott. So we were concerned about the injuries that he had that they have not shown up. Right? The ankle seems fine. Uh, the shoulder seems fine. So, so they're playing well, and they're getting Zeke more involved. And, and they do have a two-headed monster now with Pollard, but, but Zeke's kind of the lead guy, and he's been rushing for 100 yards here the last couple of games. So, All right, we're only through five weeks. So, you know, not going over the top. And I, get, I say that stuff about the Bills because they're in the AFC East, right? That, mm-hmm. And that was monstrous. Sure. And, and the Chiefs are in the hole. Yep. And the Chargers, look, you know, I don't know. I'm giving them 42 points. But, but I mean, the Ravens, the Chargers, I mean, you know, there's a lot of football left to be played. But in the NFC, you've got to believe the NFC West will cannibalize each other. They are are already. And and the the Packers seem to be on a little mini Tootsie Roll, and the Bucks are stout. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, the Cowboys coming up at New England, at Minnesota, host Denver, Host Atlanta. All right. The total in the Kansas City game, that'll be 55. <laughs> They're at Kansas City. Then they host the Raiders. Thanksgiving Day. At the Saints, at Washington, at the Giants. Host Washington. Host Arizona at the Eagles. Some games in there, but, I mean, it's not a gauntlet. It, it, it comes down to Prescott, Brian. As long as he stays healthy, they're fine. They're the best team in that division. They'll be in the playoffs, and we'll see how far they go. I I would also say, watch out for New Orleans. I got a funny feeling they're going to get it right and make a run. Green Bay, obviously good. Um, Tampa Bay, um, you know, th- those Arizona, those are the teams. I, I would just, just kind of watch out for New Orleans to make a sneaky run in the second half. I think Winston's still very much a work in progress that I think Drew Brees talked about it last night during the long delay. Winston's still finding his way. By nature, he's a gunslinger. Peyton's trying to rein him in. So you'll have that hot and cold stuff where he's kind of caught in the crosshairs in the middle. But clearly, they've got speed. And Winston can stretch the field. Brees really couldn't throw the deep ball. And I, and I think under Peyton that Winston will get better as the season progresses. Vegas Sportsbook Radio will double-check the injuries when we come back. Scott Farrell's coming up at the top of the hour. Along the network, we'll have Vegas Hockey Hotline for you locally. Back to Vegas in a moment. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Some people get their information from just anybody. Friends, co-workers, horoscopes, gum wrappers. If that's you, what are you doing? Credibility. It's a thing. We're your trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Let me take you, baby, down to the river, baby. 
with your Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Going to the top of the hour. Scott Frell on the network. We usually do the injuries, double-check a few things. This one's just coming out, Stevie. Yeah. The NHL season starts tomorrow night. We're going to talk about this on Vegas Hockey Island. And we had mentioned Yanmark for Vegas is in COVID protocol. Right. Here comes Seattle into town. The Kraken. Five guys are in COVID protocol. That's not That's good. more than a guy. Do you think the league... I, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Does the league possibly say, well, do we take a timeout on the opener? I don't know. It's, uh... It's not good. No, it's not good. You know, you don't want to come in here and infect another team, and then that that's team just infects it. another team, and... Aye, aye, aye. Aye, aye, aye. Go ahead. Uh, New York Giants, Shaquan Barkley. I think I said that right. Saquon. Ankle injury. You didn't say it right. He's going <laughs> to Go ahead. Sorry. He, no, it's fine. He's going to miss a couple of weeks, like at least two to three weeks with that ankle. And then... That Kenny, poor guy. I know. And here's another guy. Kenny Galloway, right? Galladay. Galladay. He's Galladay. another one. Knee He's getting an MRI. Oh, good. Today. That means his hamstring's better. His hamstring's better. His <laughs> knee, not so much. Getting an MRI, Brian. Uh, and as I've said, MRI usually means games missed, doubtful versus the Rams next and Sunday. And the quarterback. Yeah, and the quarterback. And then they already had Slayton and Shepard out with hamstring injuries. So they're at least questionable for the game against the Rams. Good luck to you, New York Giant fans. Uh, for Kansas City, running back Edwards Hilaire, uh, knee sprain. He's out a few weeks now for the Chiefs. Houston. Technically, that's good news, though. Could have been worse. Okay. Uh, for Houston, Tyrod Taylor, the quarterback with the hamstring injury. His head coach, David Culley, said this morning he does not expect Taylor to be ready to go this week. So another week missed for him. You're a busy guy. I am a busy guy. Lots of injury, news and notes. Good stuff. I kind of hope the league doesn't let the Kraken come to I don't know about that one. We'll talk about it next on Vegas Hockey Line. Scott Farrell on the network. Follow him on Twitter at Stevie Slapshot. Follow me at Brian Blessing. Thanks to Chris Bavona in New York. Have a great day.